Welcome to NFP, the Non-Fungible Podcast, with your host, D. Klein. Hey, this is the Non-Fungible Podcast, NFP with D. Klein, and now you can find this podcast and you can dive deeper into blockchain trends on Cointelegraph Magazine. You just got to go to www.cointelegraph.com slash magazine. Today I have an awesome guest, it's Jared Allen of the Zeus Protocol. How are you? I'm great, man. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm doing well. Yeah, I'm uh, super pumped about this. You know, I was talking with NFT Ignition. Yes. She was on the show, I want to say it was about two weeks ago. Yeah. And she's like super involved in this project, right? Yes, she is. She's actually been involved with uh, my projects. I have a couple that I've done and she's been involved ever since the beginning in September. So she's a good friend of ours. Now, what amazes me about her is she literally got into this stuff like less than a year ago. Yeah. And she's like yeah. a guru, man. Like she's like. A year is a long time in this space as most people will tell you. And I'm sure you know, like it's uh-huh. like, you know, a week is a month <laughs> and it, it shows in your hairline. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah no, uh, she's, uh, uh, it's been a lifetime. Definitely. I, we've made some close friends together. And uh, when we started Zeus Protocol, um, I would say March, um she was one of the first people in mind that i would that i said i wanted to bring onto the team because of her insight i think it's uh, like all the things she's done before in mm-hmm. her life and as with everyone like she's she brings a different outlook and it shows and now she's doing great work not just artwork but she's got uh her crypto arena coming out right right so uh that's yeah that's doing well so yeah kudos to her that's awesome you know and it's neat how with this i see a lot of like relatively small teams coming up with really ambitious projects like when i look at your team you know obviously <laughs> there's there's got to be more people involved in general but really yeah. it's a pretty relatively small group of people a pretty tight-knit yeah. group Definitely. tell me about this team okay uh there's a story yeah there is a there's a there's an epic story actually uh so zero utility token uh we i found uh, i was actually um right after the pre-sale I got in, I missed it. And, um, but I joined in right on the launch and uh, I was so pumped about it because I saw so many use cases within it because Mm -hmm. zero utility token, all you're looking at is code now, right? You're looking at tokenomics. And I saw the tokenomics of of Zoot, zero utility. And I, I was like, yeah, this is genius in a way. And you can put so many things on it. Anyway, um, that passion sort of bled into the chat. And then I was handed the project by the, the, the developer, the coder, and I was uh, tasked with leading the project on, on its course after code, uh, so to speak. So, so you are the chief operations officer, correct? Correct. That's me. So that just came up basically by you being like, hey, this is really cool and just getting involved. You just literally. Okay, tell me a little bit more about how that happened, because that seems crazy <laughs> to me to just kind of walk into that. I think, um, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I was just really passionate. Uh, and this, this was maybe August, no, this is September, but mm-hmm. I got in the space, in the DeFi space, as soon as it launched in July, June, July, I was buying YFI, YFL and stuff. So I was just passionate all of a sudden about this whole idea about DeFi. And uh, NFTs were not even being talked about yet. Mm-hmm. So um, I just had all these ideas and uh, they bled into the chat and we 
ended up, I, when I became chief CEO, I uh, brought in more people like me who were passionate and in the chat room, you know, on Telegram. And uh, so we built our team from that. And what was built from that is a literal miracle because, you know, we're six people right now, but very, very uh, connected and talented people individually on many different enterprises and aspects outside of crypto. So, you know, our six and six or seven group of people has access to thousands, millions of people. <laughs> so um, that goes into each of our backgrounds. So mm -hmm. uh, using that as a, the driving force behind our team actually makes it easier to uh, to build stuff. <laughs> and you know what I mean? Uh, there's no leader. I mean, yes, I'm the leader. Sure. I'm just more the uh, how do you say I'm like a coordinator? Manager. Yeah, facilitator. facilitator. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Well, the nice thing with it being just basically six people or a give or take about that amount. I mean, you can get things rolling really fast, right? You're not going through a huge bureaucratic process to get exactly. something happening, right? Exactly. Um, and, you know, it's uh, starting earlier in the space. It was hard finding, you know, developers at a, such a small, you know, you're peons to these guys and, you know, they want thousands and thousands of dollars um well, and they're in high demand right and in their so high demand i saw i literally saw rates going up like yeah, yeah yeah so uh so yeah we, we, we were lucky enough to snag uh, a really high iq developer and uh we were his first crypto project uh -huh. we had work development on bank uh mobile web type stuff and uh, got into the space he and I we needed an nft multi-sync so mm. I was like I'm looking over all over the space I'm like okay where can I send where where can I multi-send nfts for my airdrop nowhere um and so uh we built the nft multi-sync the first one that's universal I don't know if I don't know I haven't seen it if they're <laughs> still but as far as I'm concerned in October we came out with the first universal nft multi-sync and that supports ERC 1155 and ERC 721 and ERC. Oh, nice. So it's wow. also a bulk sender in general. Um, and uh, from that, that is what Spur, we, you know, we linked the code to the contract of uh, Zoot. And so from then on, Zoot actually began to have utility. And so um, each time someone uses the multi-send, the, the, you know, the fees go back into Zoot. And, um, so that's how the mechanism started to work. And from there, it just cascaded into uh, Zeus. <laughs> and so we uh, uh, move uh, fast forward. Um, we had an opportunity to sort of recreate ourselves um, with uh, a potential partner. And it took some rebranding necessary. And uh, so we launched Zeus in March and with an entire entirely uh new idea of what we could do with uh multi-sending mm -hmm. showing it's more it's about marketing your product so uh we made zeus to market our product so and, for people listening you know what's the big deal about multi-send why is that so great well uh, as a project we needed it uh we wanted to we had holders who uh maybe i think two or three hundred at the time back in October, they needed they needed NFTs because we promised it, NFTs. And I and this still happens to this day. People get promised NFTs and no one knows how to send them. <laughs> in, in mass. In bulk. Like, because right. you would be spending thousands and thousands of dollars to send them one by one and hours and hours of 
time sure. <laughs> to do it. Go through all those addresses, make sure they're not contracted. You know, so uh, we we that that we aim to solve a problem with that of our own, which we then lend it out to everyone else. Who so now we have, I would say about eleven or twelve weekly subscribers that use the multi send for their their projects. Right, and it's a solution for an existing problem rather than what you often see in this space is someone coming up for a salute with a solution that they're it's looking for a problem. Do you know what I'm yes. saying? Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. And uh, like, yeah, it, that's what that was, that was cool about having a team. That's like uh, sort of, we're, we're thinking inward first, you know, how can we help our ecosystem mm -hmm. and, and how can we add a, um, you know, value on the outside. And so, uh, Definitely uh, check out Red Lion Eye Gazette, for example. The uh, they're they're a magazine, mm -hmm. uh, NFT magazine that they actually got their their start with our multi sin being able really to okay. I thought I spotted them on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Mark yeah. Cuban is uh, was actually he he quotes having that was his first NFT actually. Is that right? Okay. Correct. Yes, and so it was sent to him from our multi sin, and okay. and this is the use case, and this is and it's broad, like you know, like. If Mark Cuban wants to do an NFT project, for example, he now has access and knowledge that there's a way to do it. And um, I'm not sure everyone knows yet, but. Um, I haven't kept up with Mark Cuban uh, in the recent weeks with the NFT stuff. Is he still as high on it as he was weeks ago? He's, he, he is, yes. He's, uh, I think he's becoming more aware of mm -hmm. how the market moves to his suggestions. It's, it's a fun game, I would imagine, <laughs> being so influential that that you you look right and everyone looks right <laughs> you know what i mean um so uh but I, we do uh we heed his his advice and his uh his wisdom because he, he made it happen for himself and mm -hmm. same way that we're trying to make it happen for ourselves so it's kind of like you see this with elon musk maybe being on saturday Night live i think it is isn't that right yeah. Yeah. you know he's talking about doing something with doge or something and you know it's gonna go nuts if he yeah. mentions it it's gonna go bonkers yeah. He doesn't even have to mention it. He just has to think it almost. <laughs> you know, we're all, we're waiting. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I won't give a financial advice, but I would think Holden Doge before uh, Elon Musk's appearance on SNL is probably not a bad idea. It's, it's insane the space we're in right now. Like, tell me, tell me a year ago that this would be happening. <laughs> it is nuts. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to ask you about this big NFT drop, though, talking NFTs. You've got a Zeus NFT drop here. And on my screen, I'm looking at ZeusProtocol.com. Mm -hmm. It's got a countdown. And there's mm -hmm. three days and two hours and 10 minutes and 52 what seconds is? left. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, there's this uh, cool thing we're doing with our uh, – we, we made a tool, another one, a mentor. Um, small short story. Uh, the solution for our mentor – where it's twofold. Uh, it's we wanted to democratize the uh, the way we met and create NFTs because usually you have to join a platform first. You have to mm -hmm. go on to can I say them? Rare sure, yeah. mm -hmm. join the platform. Oh, especially super rare. Uh, Nifty Gateway. You have to ask to join the platform, and um, I think that keeps the market too closed off for the mass adoption that we ask for. Mm -hmm. And so we made a way for you to a, web, a mentor, a website, you just go on, select your, uh, your whatever, your gift, your, your MP4, whatever you have. 
and um, press mint. <laughs> and it's available on OpenSea. It's available on Rarible, but there are no, there's no need to actually join the platform. Secondary, okay, second part I see. Interesting. Is, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. Um, I shout out to our developer Chad on that one. Um, and the the most important part actually to our mentors are the uh, is the the universal function to create um, conditions for the NFT. Mm. So uh, we have we have right now available the ability to create a, an expiration date. So mm. the NFT is self-destructs after a set date which is right. in your local time and then uh the other function is uh the nft reads your wallet and if your wallet drops below a certain amount of zoot for example uh the nft destroys itself so the mm. third problem that is that that is solving is that we are now able to do in-wallet staking and we don't actually have to have people join a platform or put their money in a platform. They can actually stake in wallet using the NFTs as a, a key. And uh, yeah. Wild. So, so you could hold Zoot and that would entitle you to future drops of some sort. Exactly. And basically it's just looking at that wallet and going, oh, this person has Zoot. They get yes. this wallet and the multi-send then sends it to anybody holding it. You got it. Very elegant. Yeah. Yes, elegant indeed, and also if the, if they sell all of their zoot, the NFT also automatically destroys. So there's no maintenance that we actually have to do. Oh wow! To, to, okay. You know, to, uh, just you know to see who has has what or not. So we have um, 96 NFTs available left for sale that is going to go on on OpenSea, mm -hmm. and uh, they will. I'm not I'm not going to reveal the price, but what they will do. <laughs> though is uh, every month the multi-send will send 125 zeus to each wallet that holds the nft okay so and, what about an artist like me like how can i get involved with with zoot and the zeus protocol okay well <laughs> there are many ways to actually get involved but you know because sometimes we just take queries like oh look at my art i'm like oh wow i got a project here that we can do the you know it's very home we're very like chill and uh, mm -hmm. homegrown so it's there's no big line out the door although there <laughs> is a list that we have you have um, a waiting of, list we have a waiting we, we have a list uh we're working on projects with with huge artists actually Is that uh, right? coming up, uh, out, any you can of, any names you can drop let me ask Nope. Not yet. <laughs> For the here. listeners, he basically just I, looked to his right, checked with someone else off camera, and they must have shaked their head. It shook their head because he I got can't. no. So we just got here to LA. Uh, we had a previous trip uh, the, the week before. We were uh, working with the Manny Pacquiao Foundation as a hint. Oh. Uh, we uh, we raised about twenty five thousand dollars to date for their foundation within wow you know two weeks less than two weeks uh, in cryptocurrency to uh, for their backpack giveaway um, as well as local hearts foundation here in LA so uh, that lended us some some great friends in in, in the the world outside of crypto and. We made some amazing deals, and we're back. So we're gonna That's we're gonna awesome. have those announcements soon. <laughs> Sounds exciting. Yeah. yeah. So you have to. I'm reading here on the website it says you need to have at least point one zoot. That's like nothing, right? Like that's it's that like is not a lot right now. Pardon me. 
Well, Zoot is uh, Zoot is one. What is it? It's one thousand seven hundred right now. Okay. Each. So that's point. That's one hundred and seventy dollars. That's not a lot. Okay. Okay. Zoot yeah. is a uh, supply is of one thousand total. So it's incredibly mm. parabolic. And wow. I mean, the okay. other the other week, uh, about four or five weeks ago, we were at five thousand six hundred as our all time high, and our pre sale was seventeen dollars. So uh, there's a there's a lot of volatility within the it's uh, only a thousand zoot tokens in total in total yeah wow <laughs> makes it i mean it's it's a roller coaster so are you training the are people training these on uniswap then yes uh zoot is officially listed on uniswap and actually the keys and wallet uh were burned so it's actually stuck on uniswap for the most part uh -huh. uh, we also have a uh we're listed on quick swap as well on the polygon network still with just a thousand of them the liquidity there that's got to be like you say it's got to be like parabolic where you know you get a few people yeah. buying it it's gonna just scream up in price it's, not financial it, advice listeners but not, I'm just saying. it goes down too um yeah sure but but you know those are opportunities for smart people <laughs> um mm -hmm. i would say i would say that um aside from the price the tokenomics are brilliant there's a there's a burn transaction as well mm -hmm. so the uh every transaction you are uh, there's 0.3 zoot burned whether what? you're buying or whether you're selling 0.3 oh, i'm sorry i'm sorry 0.3 percent i was gonna say three <laughs> percent it would take like a month or two it would be it would be burnt sorry. okay that makes more sense yeah 0.3 percent so yes um that that sort of increases the liquidity naturally sure as as, as well as locks the zoot because the liquidity is permanently locked as well so uh super fun game so basically, if you're getting this drop, you're going to see them show up on, say, if you were to look at OpenSea or whatever, you'd see them right. showing up there in your wallet. That's right. That's right. That is wild. They're beautiful, too. <laughs> and then, of course, you'd be free to sell them at that point. Yes. The NFTs. You could sell them, but as long as the person holds 0.1 Zoot, it will destroy if you sell it to someone who does not have 0.1 Zoot. What I mean is and you could sell the NFT. The NFT. as But... But uh, if the other person that does not have the uh, the Zoot, if they don't have Zoot and you give them oh, the NFT, it destroyed. And now, there's we're still airdropping every month. So the people that they're gonna need some Zoot, they get more Zeus um, for uh, for every NFT that's burned on accident or on purpose. Okay. Because the value of the uh, airdrops are the same each month. So right. So explain the relationship left. to me between the Zeus token and the Zoot. So Zoot is one thousand tokens locked forever. About five hundred of them locked forever. So mm -hmm. it's not flexible. It's rigid. It's permanent. And we use that as as a as our as our base. Okay. So that uh, you know, at first it would be hard to move to do a big listing or something for Zoot because. There's only 115 tokens left, I believe, in Uniswap total for purchase. So they, uh, uh, <laughs> so Zoot is going to be lot. It's not a lot, and and so Zeus is the, the the arms and legs of Zoot, and so it will allow us to do DeFi protocols. It will allow mm. us to make staking platforms. It will allow us to do decentralized philanthropy, and it'll allow us to move and do listings and etc and this will all it all goes back into zoo and zoo goes back into zeus it's a very circular uh, network hmm. interesting yeah. i'm just looking up you know what is zeus and it talks about it here it says it's a dedicated nft network built by the zero utility company of course yes you know 
Uh, can you talk to me about the fractionalization and uh, AWS integration that you're showing on the yeah. present presenting on your site there? Absolutely. Uh, the fractionalization is some, we're still working on it um, as far as implementation is concerned, but this is something I've been working on since September as well. It was one of the first ideas I had was making um, an art gallery um, uh, or a mosaic uh, that mm. is an NFT that people can buy pieces of. And um, it lends itself to other use cases, of course, but uh, at the moment we we would like to see NFTs fractionalized, uh, like CryptoPunks, for example. They're they're being fractionalized on Niftex, um, and I can borrow a piece or I can hold a piece of, say, an ERC twenty, which represents a part of an ERC seven twenty one. So it basically is, you know, the child of an NFT. Um, these these fractionalized. It's like a wrap token kind of idea. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So. Um, that's something we're experiencing, experimenting with. Uh, first, actually, on our on our list is the AWS mining. Actually, it's first because it's moving faster. Um, mm -hmm. We uh, I I happen to have an expert, an, an AWS expert that you know works with them, working on uh, virtual mining. And so, with virtual mining, we'll be able to, to make crazy hash rates uh, with virtual computers. And this is, uh, it's like, instead of using one computer, you're, we're taking the GPUs from several thousand computers and solving algorithms with those. And, um, and so that's going well. And all we have to do now is integrate it to the blockchain and we will have successfully decentralized mining. So wow. that people so can then stake NFTs and mine, basically basically using the protocol to do the mining process rather than exactly. directly then you, using a then GPU. Buying you a don't computer. have to have a rack of GPUs in your house. I see people with buying air conditions for their, for their fourth <laughs> room, yeah. uh, $20,000 $20, a month electric suit. I mean, is it worth it, guys? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, yes, actually. The ROI is, is actually really good, no matter it what. Is. Yeah. Right now on Ethereum, it's crazy. Yeah. Go ETH, uh, but we, yeah, we're so we're working on ETH, uh, trying to get uh, Ethereum mining first, and then uh, we'll move on to other proof of works like Monero, Zcash, mm -hmm. um, Bitcoin. So basically, you'll be virtually mining them. You mean like wrapped tokens? Exactly. Uh, yeah, wrapped oh, wow. GPU is a better way of thinking of okay. it. Okay, because you're basically renting GPU from the protocol to for the protocol to continue mining. So uh, we, we as Zeus Protocol will basically be one big supercomputer. Who the hell thought and of all this stuff? This is crazy stuff. It is crazy stuff. I'm a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I am a nerd. Um, Let's yeah. talk your background. What got you into this? Okay. Uh, it's, all, it's always a roller coaster with me. Um, so originally, I'm, a, I'm an artist. I'm a performer. So mm -hmm. I began my performance career as a as a dancer first mm. and uh moved on to music and then back to dance again and i i'd been a professional for 15 years now and mm -hmm. uh, uh traveled the world and you know worked with artists i'm in books i'm on magazines i'm in newspapers and uh the pandemic happened and mm. sort of like changed the way the performance scene was going and I and I sport when I see stuff like this in the 
in the world happened, I, I just know that, thing, you know, it was not going to come back to life. I knew it wasn't going to come back to life like the next day. So I immediately started looking to my next thing. And that's uh, code a little bit. So that's great so, foresight because I, when it first came in, I'm like, ah, two weeks. We'll be fine. Two, three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, nope, not even hopeful. close. <laughs> I was hopeful, but when they so we our our tour canceled. You know, we were, I was on a constant world tour you know, mm. for the past three years, and when our tour canceled, I was like, "Oh, this is for real." Um, right. Because you, know, you when you see the glo globally, you I saw what was going on, and I sure. was like, "Oh, this isn't, you know, this isn't going to end well." So uh, the market crashed. I bought Bitcoin at about five or six k last nice. year on that dip, <laughs> and I was like. Oh, this is my time. <laughs> this is, and it's having this year. I knew the having was happening. Yep. And so um, then DeFi happened, and um, I used my skills from MySpace uh, when I back when MySpace was real. Uh, you could uh, you were able to actually code your own layout and background, and all of that was actually okay. all uh, HTML. Are you are you all? Um, you have the uh, you have to scripting copy everything. And paste everything. Yep. Right. You have to copy and paste everything. And I and I basically got to the point at twelve. Uh, I was <laughs> like, I'm gonna make my own profile layout. And so I had stuff floating around. Custom. And, yeah, custom music doing stuff. Yeah. So uh, fast forward fifteen years, I that stuff actually never left. And I was like, Oh, I still remember this and solidity is on pretty much the same. Oh really? Okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah I mean some differences, but you can read it. So, um, yeah, that's where I, that's how that happened. Guess here what, I what caught you about this in particular though? Like what grabbed you and got you into actually getting into building in, with this? Um, I was actually, um, I'm getting my master's degree at the university of fine arts for dance and movement. And the courses we were doing because they're remote and we were not able to go to class, we were doing lots of intellectual heady stuff mm. and we were talking about um uh it's called <laughs> it's called queering the line so what queer means is curve mm -hmm. and um you know with dance phenomenology we're always talking about social issues and stuff and so we were talking about queering finance and what would a queer finance be it's all it, you know just roll with me here and how how would you how how is this structure straight that we're in and how can we curve it? And so we started basically talking about like what is money and then what is value and it mm -hmm. just and then the flood of reality hit me. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. I know. You know. You know. <laughs> you know what is the what is the Federal Reserve? What is? Where you go? Why is this like this? This is so messed up. Yeah, it took right. a while, but um, that led me that core those courses led me into these awakenings and um, into the reality. And I feel more comfortable now with finances because I know what they are and where they come from, <laughs> and, or for the most part, actually, like you can't really know everything. But um, yeah, that's why I got passionate about it uh, and excited because it happened at the exact same time as DeFi. As I was taking these courses, you know, sushi, Wi-Fi, rugs everywhere were happening. I was like, the Wild West is here. 
<laughs> yeah, you know, I kind of didn't actually get into that. I was too fearful of losing a huge amount of money on it. I saw so many people getting making a killing, but I also saw people getting decimated. I got, I made, the first move I made, I made a killing. I'll tell you, it was YFL. Uh, the first, one of the first things I bought was YFL uh-huh. and the DeFi space. And I made that killing. And, um, and that, yeah, so yeah, if you, if you got in and you lost, you probably didn't come back for a while. You know what I mean? <laughs> or you're not gonna. But uh, I was lucky enough to get the other side of the stick and be excited about the space. I understand because I've lost money too. I've lost a lot of money. Um, sure. But, but the opportunities are there. Most of the money I lose is gas fees. Um, where am I at? I am at like 21 ETH in gas fees. <laughs> I don't even check. I refuse to check. Yeah, it's, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess like, yeah, with, the, like, with the Zeus protocol, you don't really have to worry about that though, right? Correct. Uh, because of our integration with Polygon Network, it's a mm-hmm. second layer blockchain that uh, scales with Ethereum. Formerly known uh, as Matic, I think. Formerly known as Matic, yes. Um, because of our integrations and our tools that we're able to sort of subvert gas fees while remaining um, in line with the Ethereum life. Second layer is where it's at, don't you think so? Yeah, to, to, to for certain things. Um, there's, you know, optimism works for certain things. And I, I think anything that's going to declog Ethereum is helpful, period. Totally. I don't, yeah, I, I'm, I'm all for, um, I'm, I'm 100% for Ethereum. I think that's the next Bitcoin, obviously. It's the one that people are realizing is, you know, in adoption mode or whatever. So uh, everyone's following, even Cardano is allowing Solidity um, uh, smart contracts. So that, that goes to show that Ethereum's here. Mm-hmm. I agree 100%. I found it's interesting. I don't know how much you watch the markets from day to day, but how much Ethereum has gained against Bitcoin. Yeah. It's insane, man. It was at it. I mean, it actually, the, the dominance has dropped as well on Bitcoin. Yes. So that's exciting to see. I've, I've heard in the past, uh, Bitcoin dominance could drop down to 20s, even, even the teens, which would be great for Ethereum and other coins, uh, you know. <laughs> in this space but um yeah uh bull runs like this i, I wasn't i wasn't uh, around for the first one or this the, the previous one in 2017 okay but it's uh i hope to to stick around and have these mythical legendary stories anyone who was around including myself also went through the crypto winter that followed that so yeah you know yeah we're, we're, we're prepared i'm prepared <laughs> all all the all the uh uh the uh People who lost, they, they'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, I still yeah. feel like we're pretty early in the super cycle in this in this next wave here. Super I cycle, like, I think I it's a super cycle like, too. I feel like we're maybe a quarter of the way up this climb on this parabolic curve here, maybe. Yeah, I have my I have my targets. Um, you know, they they people say three hundred thousand Bitcoin. I'm fine with two hundred thousand this year. <laughs> um, I'm looking more <laughs> at Ethereum at twenty k. I'm not really focused oh, yeah. on Bitcoin. Oh yeah, uh, Ethereum is going is going to go out the window. I mean, it's going. Well, when they hit, they come up with this new um, limit on inflation that's coming out on the EIP one five five nine, I think it is. They're going to be burning that's tokens. That's going to make a huge difference. I don't even think many people know that. Either. Anyone listening, that is going to be massive. Yeah. Uh, Not yeah, financial I'm, advice. 
Nothing Do ends not with money. invest based the on tokens are burning. I don't know. You, you figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I feel like that's that's a huge because up until now, it's always been, yeah, but Ethereum is inflationary. Yeah, but it's inflationary and it's not going to be. Having said that, you know, there are a lot of miners that don't seem to be uh, huge fans of that. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna it's hurt their profitability. Thousands and thousands of dollars on equipment that's going to go to somewhere else now. But friend of mine, was, friend of mine, stocked up on um, RTX 3080s. I think they were for yeah. mining Ethereum, yeah. and he bought them. He pre-ordered them, bought them for twelve hundred Canadian. I think it was. I live in Canada. Okay. So let's say a thousand bucks. Okay. Okay. There, he's used them for nearly half a year. I feel. I, I'm not sure. And he's now selling them. For twenty four hundred dollars. Ooh. So he up. he bought them for twelve hundred Canadian, about a thousand US. He's selling them for about two thousand US. After earning Ethereum. After earning Ethereum. That's that's a good game. That's a good game. Yeah, you can't find them anywhere. You you really have it's, to go to secondary markets to get those those graphic cards. They're, yeah. But I mean he's fearful that, you know, the the peak is coming to an end when it comes to mining profitability. Yeah, within Ethereum possibly if you're only mining from one single machine the idea of physical machine like we have a cloud yeah yeah yeah. that's not a physical machine but it's right. computing and it's it's holding things the it, it, the same is for computers as well and well and the reality is the staking mechanism for eth is a long ways off yes it is yeah and and so in, in that in between time i'm sure they're gonna rush not rush but expedite as much as they can but yeah, it, that in between time we're gonna have yeah probably lower. But that gets back to your talking about your mining that you're implementing with Zeus yeah. Protocol. Yeah, to get more people in mining will will, I mean it's it's helpful for the space. I think if more people were mining, we'd have a different story. I think it's it's so uh, centralized, not central. I don't want to say centralized, but you know concentrated it's, it's, let's it's a, say it's a, thank you thank you it's concentrated to a degree that it's just there's no entry for people and so there therefore there's no growth um for for mining and so we talk about mass adoption it's not just about it's not just about uh people from the outside it's also people in the inside who still don't know how to do the space i think most of us are still clueless. <laughs> I think the, the reality is, and you know this, is the more you learn about this stuff, the more you realize you don't know. Yeah, yeah, I That's agree. been my experience. My experience people, as well. My peers who know nothing about it, they see me as an expert, yeah. but I feel like an imposter because I'm like, I'm not an expert. Yeah, yeah, no, same. I, I, I'll, I mean, <laughs> I just know that everything's possible. Um, mm -hmm. that's, that's something that I've learned in this space also. So if I say something could happen, it probably could happen. And, you know, I mean, if, 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 yeah, computers are amazing. And if you know the right person, the right, the right thing, you can make anything. So, um, yeah, really. Well, and it's a shift in society, right? It used to be, say, decades ago, it was all about, you know, memorizing knowledge or having access to, you know, you know, but now it's access to information and access to people, right? And yeah. leveraging those people around you who, yeah. are effective or who create, well who create value yeah, yeah. um I, I tell people in the, in the especially artists that you know that we are talking to that you know even if you're famous you know your money isn't your money your money is your cloud you're hmm. you're you get around because of your influence and that is the value and so and and it goes all the way down to the peons myself you know 
um, my information <laughs> is um, is valuable to somebody and someone's buying it actually as we speak probably because it's free. <laughs> and what we don't know how to do is to conserve our, da- our data and monetize it ourselves, even though we mm-hmm. have the right to do that. And that includes your name, that includes your artwork, that includes your music, anything. And um, so we're gonna see a, a big surge in intellectual property uh, lawyers and, and, and probably innovations within intellectual property, thanks to crypto, uh, because we're gonna have more people uh, becoming owners of things. But you also have that ability to extend your influence unlike ever before as well, right? Correct. Exactly. Uh, Excited to see uh, these worlds mesh. I mean, we're seeing it happen now, but like the crypto world and the real world meshing is like sort of comical, (laughs) but really exciting too, because it's fumbly like, you know, not it's not well put together yet it's still sort of a mongoloid sometimes you know? it's, it's messy it's true yeah, <laughs> yeah. but it, but once it really like cleans up man we're we're in it I'm really excited. it's exciting to be here during the messy part though i think yeah 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 right? and leading people through it you know especially you know those of influence and those uh and those who don't know anything it's this is the perfect time to get in and get dirty get messy and Learn about finance. Yeah. Even if you don't make any on. money, you know, learn about money. <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hey, let's talk the roadmap. I mean, you, I'm looking at your roadmap. Of course, you've had token launch, website launch, Polygon integration. Are we at gasless staking yet? Not yet. That is That's coming next, next right? That is, that is the NFT staking or uh, in-wallet staking, Zeus Drop, as, as well as the staking platform that we're building, which will be short, following shortly after the NFT launch. Right. So yeah, we're, we're building um, uh, a user-friendly and a universal staking platform where users can uh, stake their favorite coins with Zeus or Zoot or ETH, a select a select few, and um, and as well as we're going to add some NFT integrations into that platform as well for you know, exhibitioning. So we'll have, you know, artists uh, stake their NFTs and have, you know, uh, sort of a uh, presentation as well uh, for NFT staking. So exciting on that end as well. Should be quarter two on that one. That's awesome. Yeah. And I'm just looking ahead in the roadmap. Can you tell me about the the next step says Zeus liquidity, liquidity for fractionalized NFTs? Yeah, so uh, that... That again is where we're going to be taking the NFT, the Zeus NFTs that we are uh, we're selling. We're actually providing liquidity to Zeus through those sales. So we're basically doing a humongous buyback so that we can start adding liquidity over on Polygon and creating our platform there. That's awesome. So where do you see this going? With you know, like this has been so fast. Like you just started yeah. this what a few months ago uh zeus is actually seven weeks seven weeks That's um, so i mean it's i know it, you know and i'm getting i'm getting yelled at still i'm not moving fast enough but um <laughs> <laughs> but um i'm actually i'm really proud of the team i'm i, I love our holders actually they're these are the people that are in the crypto space in general are so passionate and fervent it's um it's it makes it doesn't it's not work i don't even say work it makes networking even more fun than it is because that's all we're doing we're just talking 
Now you're clearly a creative person being in dance. Like, are you yeah. creating any uh, visual arts? Myself with my hands, no, I'm actually terrible with my hands. I have- What? Really? Terrible, I can't, maybe I can finger paint, but I can't hold instruments, man, I'm terrible. So, uh, I mean, I do play piano, uh, I do play bass. Well, you could do oh, music yeah. NFTs. Uh, so, coming. Is that right? Yep, yep. Give, yeah, give, me, have... give me some hints here, what do you have in mind? Look uh, to your right and check. Uh, what can I say? <laughs> um, everyone from, we have amazing artists and sports personalities. Oh, interesting. I can't, wow. I really wish, I mean, I, I, there's no hints I can give you other than- That's there. cool though. You'll, yeah. you'll know. <laughs> what do you so, think is the uh, next step for you personally with all this stuff happening? Personally, um, the this whole thing has sort of made me a uh, an expert, like you said. <laughs> so I'm gonna roll with it, and you know I've put dance a little bit to the side, and I'm focusing on this, and so I'm building my my knowledge and advising teams. I've I've already started advising other projects just on the side as a, to learn more, really. Um, don't know where this is going to go. I'm going to ride it until, you know, wheels fall off. But um, <laughs> but uh, in the very next, you know, nearest to future, while we're here in L.A., uh, we're doing we're doing our decentralized philanthropy uh, projects and gathering the uh, the troops for this uh, massive project we have rolling. So that's awesome. Yeah. You know, it's interesting how many people I've spoken with uh, on this podcast who they're highly creative people, a lot of them performers, mm -hmm. who have discovered NFTs and it's given them that opportunity to still have an outlet, despite yeah. being kind of pent up, frankly, yeah. with the COVID situation where it's like, okay, I gotta get my creative expression out somehow, right? Yeah. yeah. Have yeah. you experienced and, and, that? Yeah, uh, I actually let go of Facebook and Instagram, like my personal, because it's just, you see a lot of that frustration. Yes. And, on social media and um, on all these challenges people are doing. So uh, yeah, I definitely encourage people to just get into art in general. Uh, people who don't do art, do it. And if you already do art, do more. Um, Cause it, it did, it did this, this change and shift that you're talking about. Uh, I'm basically funneling all the creativity that I usually would have on tour into this project, otherwise I'd go crazy. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, I mean, being in dance, I mean, you've been a, in a place where you've put yourself in a vulnerable position performing in front of people, probably yeah. since you were a kid, you're, yeah? Yes. I'm assuming. Yeah. Yes. And a lot of people are fearful of that, right? I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. You know, the thing about being on stage is I actually am, I'm, I get nervous. Like I, I get sure. nervous because I've fallen, I've hurt myself and stuff. But um, you don't see anyone when you're on stage, and mm, really, you're dark. It. It's dark just black. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you and, and really, it's just um, you get you get caught up in it, and then you find yourself having fun, and that's all. That's what it's about. Yeah. You know, it's not really. I don't do it actually for anyone. I I do, I do it for the uh, the exertion and the the ability to. I think that's the most blessing. The most blessed thing we have is the ability to create. I agree. Imagine not being able to create <laughs> and you could only follow. Oh my God. Yeah. 
That's what so. separates us as humans from everything, I suppose. Yeah. 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 So that's awesome. Wow. This is really cool. I mean, any uh maybe maybe hopes you have you want to express at the end of this podcast here, things you're hoping to see in the next year in the space? Hmm. Well, I expect to see Zeus and Zoo everywhere. Uh, <laughs> literally. Um, take that as a hint. And uh, I'm really excited for the Bitcoin top. Just <laughs> just to know, I, mean, I wonder, is it, are we going to go to 500? Are we going to, yeah, are we going to top know. out at 150? It really, that really decides, you know, a lot of things in this space because, you know, even the NFT space, it might, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to brag on the NFT space because it's sometimes it moves opposite of Bitcoin, but you know, we, we still rely on, we rely on old girl. So Mm-hmm. Uh, excited for that uh excited for our project in the future for sure so that's awesome yeah hey i wish you all the best i really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me i know you just got in from a flight yeah so kind of a busy day i'm sure yeah headed to a meeting right now right after you and uh we gotta you know jet out of here but uh our nfts 96 of them are gonna be out in three days and they're they're gonna go fast i know they are yeah and that's, let me just say the date here. That's going to be May 4 at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes, the 4th will be with you. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did, was that on purpose, picking that date? No. We just realized it today, actually. <laughs> I, uh, we And so we posted it on uh, on Twitter. Uh, Darth Vader doing the, the Yes. The but, um, no, that was a funny thing. You'll have to throw realized. some memes in there for your announcements, please, I guess. Yeah. Please. Yeah. yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, thanks again, and I wish you all the best. And yeah, very exciting times. Thanks, man. This is uh, great, great talking with you. Right on. Take care. Right. You too. Thanks again for listening to the Non Fungible Podcast. See you again soon. <laughs>